Whose idea was the murder cabin? Oh, right. My fault. This time last week, I was in the great state of California. More specifically, this time last week, I was in California, headed towards the murder cabin. Let's back up a bit. Last weekend, my friend Lisa got married. Lisa was my hippie friend in college. Everybody has a hippie friend in college. They typically major in psychology with a minor in geology or environmental studies. They take at least one ceramics class. They start a campus-wide composting program. They wear shoes only when absolutely necessary. Contrary to popular belief, they may or may not smoke weed. If they do, though, they use the bong they made in ceramics class. They own many flower print dresses. Yes, even the dudes. After graduation, two things can happen to your hippie friend. A, they double down on their hippiedom, move to the woods, start meditating, stop showering, go to Burning Man, and use their enlightened worldview to spread love to all of Earth's creatures. B, they reject their hippiedom, become a banker on Wall Street, start eating meat, stop recycling, and use their wealth to destroy all that is good in the world. Fortunately for the world and its creatures, Lisa chose to double down on her hippiness. And while I'm pretty sure she hasn't stopped showering, I am pretty sure she doesn't shower during Burning Man. At this point, knowing what you know about Lisa, you could probably guess that her wedding was at a yoga camp in the woods of the Santa Cruz Mountains outside of San Francisco. Because, I mean, of course it was. Unfortunately for my five fellow wedding-goers and I, there isn't a lot of civilization in the Santa Cruz Mountains. The nearest hotel was not that near, and all the yoga camp's yurts were booked for the weekend. So we had to get a little creative with our sleeping accommodations. Enter Airbnb. Airbnb.com is a service that allows people on the internet to rent out their houses, apartments, rooms, yurts, whatever, to other people on the internet. It's the next logical step in our inevitable everyone-sells-everything-else's-stuff-back-and-forth-to-each-other barter economy that we're working towards. If Airbnb sounds sketchy... Well, it is. But they have an excellent marketing department and just enough background checks in place to make it seem like a legit business. A quick search of the yoga camp surroundings on Airbnb found a few possible accommodations. Given our group's size, however, there was only one that could accommodate all of us. The murder cabin. On pixels, the cabin looked fine. It was rustic, sure, and yes, a bit out of the way, but that was the point. The group wanted to embrace the hippiness of the weekend, and what better way to do that than to stay in a cabin in the woods? Besides, for $100 per night, how could you go wrong? Oh, Rafferty, 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 you dumb bastard. We drove up to Santa Cruz from Los Angeles on Friday night, and since we didn't leave L.A. until the evening, we didn't get to the cabin until about 2 a.m., also known as Murder O'Clock. The cabin was a mile or so up a windy road on the edge of a fairly precipitous drop, complete with a washed-out lane, which I'm sure has most certainly not been like that for months already. No, sir. As we drove down the driveway, everyone went silent. Up until that point, we had all been joking about calling the place we were staying for the weekend Murder Cabin. Like, ha ha, you know those horror movies where young people vacation in the woods and get murdered? Ha <laughs> ha, we're doing that on purpose! But as we approached... It became a little too real. The car's headlights caught a deer further down the driveway, which hopped away. On the right side was another house with all the lights out, and wait, what is that? There was a shadowy figure in a hooded sweatshirt sitting on the porch, motionless. Uh... We kept driving down the driveway. 
Now, to be clear, the murder cabin was my idea. The rest of the group was on board with the slightly pricier and slightly farther hotel until I pointed them at the Airbnb listing, so I felt somewhat responsible for our impending demise. Maybe that wasn't a person. It wasn't moving. Maybe it was just some leftover Halloween decorations. Pat, it's the middle of May. Fair point. The driveway made a turn into a wooded grove. Not good. As we drove further down the driveway, we drove alongside a pair of geodesic domes that had seen better days. A sign above one of the doors read, Peace Within. This was getting weird. Finally, we reached a dead end. In the distance was a lone trailer, minus the accompanying trailer park. As we made a ten-point turn to head back up the driveway, we put on a brave face. We must have drove past the cabin. It must have been opposite the Halloween decorations. No response from the fellow murderees this time. As we drove back up the driveway, the shadowy figure remained seated, motionless. Finally, we saw our cabin on the opposite side of the driveway, lights on, a beacon in the darkness. We parked the car and hightailed it indoors. Once inside, the cabin was actually quite nice. Sparsely decorated, but as advertised in the listing. It was cold, so I started a fire in the wood stove, one of my favorite activities, and we all retired to our rooms. As we woke up Saturday morning, everyone was accounted for. No murders or abductions. Not bad. While I waited for the shower, I stepped outside to take in the great outdoors. I peeked around to see if the shadowy figure was still there. It was not. Great. The rest of the weekend went off without a hitch. Lisa was happily married in the hippiest of wedding ceremonies on Saturday, and Sunday everyone went their separate ways. And, as far as I can tell, none of us cheated death in such a way that is going to lead to a series of increasingly absurd Final Destination-style killings. So I think we're in the clear. Although now that I've said that, I'll be the first to go. Rafferty, you dumb bastard.